This episode of Not A Bad Effort with Darren Ambrose contains some mild swear words which some listeners may find offensive. Video comes on, you can see me trying to say, I can't find my lip. Lord Hood FC, National. I'm sorry. Lord Hood FC. (laughs) You can't just skip through these names. First thing I'd done, I come face to face with Patrick Vieira and I'm just thinking, there's nothing I can do to beat this guy. (laughs) If if you're listening at home and you're, you're curious and you want to watch this, don't do it if you're eating your dinner. Hello and welcome along to Not A Bad Effort with Darren Ambrose, a human look at the life of a pro footballer. In this four-part series, we'll hear some hilarious stories from the main man's career, some less interesting stuff from ours and a lot of Lego chat because why not? My name's Joe Carter. Alongside me is producer Hugo. Hello. And sitting opposite us is the man who made this all possible, the one and only Darren Ambrose. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm very, very well, thank you. Yourselves? Yeah, good. What, what, good. Can, what, what can we call you? Can we call you Darren, Daz, Ambrose? Do you have any nicknames or anything? Uh, King. Um, <laughs> Lego King. Lego that King. Works. That would do, yeah. No, anything. Daz, Daz, Dazza. Dazza? Anything, Daz. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Dazza. Uh, <laughs> Ambrose. Ambrose. All right. Um, are you looking forward to sharing a few stories with us? Uh, depends what stories, but yes, let's give it a go. We'll see what comes out. Okay. Um, so every episode, we'll have a show focus. And seeing as this is our pilot, our debut, if you like, our focus is going to be debuts. Uh, we'll talk about some of your debuts, Dazza. Yep. Uh, maybe we can share some of ours as well. We're going to create our five-a-side team. And Hugo has a quiz for us. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Nil-nil all over that one. <laughs> <laughs> but before all of that, I've got you guys a little gift. Okay, oh so word. bear oh, with wow. me. Here we go. What a start. Now, I don't know if you've I been to a supermarket before and seen these little bags you can get. It's Lego minifigures. Oh, my goodness. And, um, Hugo, give me yours. I know you're a lover, I know <laughs> you're a lover of Lego. So I don't know what's in these, but... Can you just describe Dazza what you've what you got in your hand? Well, yeah, it's the Muppets minifigures. So it's uh, it's for eighteen plus. I know it says five plus, but it's for eighteen plus <laughs> limited edition, twelve to collect. So have you, you got any of these? Uh, I haven't. No, but now you've obviously got me one. I'm going to have to try and collect them all. <laughs> so uh, the misses will be fuming that I'm going to spend more money on Lego. But are we opening them now? Yeah, we're going to oh. open them now. We're ah. going to see which Muppet we are. Okay, so yep. so it's, want... it's just Muppets in here. Yeah, it's just okay. <laughs> I might get Darren Ambrose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, let's see what we've got, lads. How are you even opening it? I've I've gone for the crisps technique. Yeah, oh, just I like... went teeth, <laughs> teeth. Yeah, straight in. Probably there. why I needed a root canal. Oh, you've got to build it completely. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who have we got here? Kill Billy Hugo. <laughs> Brilliant. It's a bit oh, like Hugo. Oh, actually. You, got, <laughs> you got Beaker. You got Beaker. There is. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You got the best one, Ledge. Absolute got, ledge. Oh, this is brilliant. Great I start. So, Beaker. To be honest with you, I've always wanted to watch Ambrose assemble some Lego after I've heard so much about it. So. Yeah, do you want to tell us a bit about your uh, Lego fascination? Yes, Ambrose? I do, yeah. Um, How did that start? You know what? It's such a strange um, situation with Lego because I've, I've spoken about this many times and it's very mixed reaction <laughs> to have an adult that collects <laughs> Lego, but it didn't start that long ago. Um um, what am I now? So I'm 38. I think my 37th birthday. So honestly. It's, <laughs> oh, really? It's a recent thing. It's a very wow. recent thing. Uh, obviously, I used to buy my kids a lot of Lego. Um, and I love Harry Potter. I love all the films about Harry Potter. Um, and been to Harry Potter World every time I go to... Oh, yeah, or every, every time. When I've been to Florida, the Harry Potter out there is brilliant. So my mother-in-law bought me the Hogwarts Harry Potter. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that that's my... For best, your birthday. Uh, yeah, that's oh, my right. best build. 
Now, they always struggle to to know what to buy me. So she come in with this Harry Potter, um, my mother and father-in-law. So I was like, wow. So it took me ages to build because obviously I, w- I work in a lot. So every spare hour I got, I'd say a bag in, in Lego, in I, I call it adult Lego because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> really? Makes it sound a bit dodgy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Adult Lego. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you getting that? <laughs> Every bag takes about an hour, and I'd say, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say there's 38, 39 bags. So it took a long time to build 39 this. 39 hours. Yeah, but after that, I was hooked. And now, if if we ever get my missus on here, she'll she'll say I, I get addicted to stuff very quickly, and yeah. I have to buy everything like as much as I can. I have to buy it all. The latest build I'm doing at the moment is a grand piano. Oh, and that's cool. Honestly, it's. It's insane. Now, how big is it? Um, obviously, if you're listening, I'm saying a foot and a half, maybe. Foot and a half. Yeah, it's wow. got a lid. Uh, it's got, I think, thirty keys that play. That play. Yeah. Oh they wow. Play. <laughs> you have to build like a Bluetooth connection inside the inside the lid inside the piano. So you turn it wow. on. You have a live uh, app on your phone. And you can play like Claire de Lune, uh, Fur Elise, all Happy so Birthday. So you can learn jingle, piano. No, as well. Oh, no, right. the keys play, <laughs> but they, the, the sound comes out of your phone. Uh, so oh, you can I literally see. be playing one key, and it would play Jingle Bells or, or something like that. So you can't actually play songs on it. Okay. Although I'm uh, grade was, five pianist. I was going to say, yeah. are you actually? Are you grade? Well, f- I'm grade three, but I've been working towards my grade five. So, oh, mate, brilliant! I can class myself fellow grade musician four, this maybe. Is, oh, nice. Okay. I'll tell you what, this is class. We're not even ten minutes in, and we found out Darren Ambrose is an avid Lego collector and a brilliant pianist. I, I have, and you'll probably know this, Hugo. I have a Lego wall in my house. Yes, I've seen it on Instagram. So, yeah, as well I, myself, I've. Yeah. I've I didn't build it. I obviously got people to come in, and it's is a it custom... built from Lego? Or... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an absolute fortune. I tell you that. But I've had it custom made for my living room, um, just to house this Lego. Because otherwise, I got like I said, I was addicted to buying. I got so much. Like in my dining room, there was just there was no table left. It was just Lego everywhere. <laughs> I ended up buying my missus for her birthday the Home Alone house nice. in my head <laughs> thinking a very tactical purchase in my head thinking she's going to hate this and I'm going to end up building it now she's a Lego freak as oh, well oh she into it as oh, well she oh she loves wow. it as well so now she's uh, her latest build is a camper van she's, she's got that <laughs> honestly amazing I had, I had visions of that Simpsons episode where Homer buys Marge the bowling ball with Homer like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that was kind of the aim and really then she, and then she and then Marge becomes yeah. like a, a, a brilliant bowler yeah, so but so, now yeah now I'm, I'm I've got my laptop here I'm I'm on the Lego shop <laughs> I, I'm actually Love broke it. now because I buy too much Lego is that a but, bit of Star Wars Lego on there as well do you, do you like a bit uh, of the no, Star that's, Wars that's the bonus for me I don't oh, like okay. Star Wars oh really so if I don't like it, I'm not going to buy it. I obviously like Harry Potter, or like pianos. Uh, there's a guitar, there's a Gibson guitar with an amp. Yeah, the guitar looks amazing. I'm, I'm going to purchase that. I like cars, latest one is a um, a Chevrolet, I think, that I'm ready to build. But uh, Ghostbusters car, I've got to build that as well. Amazing. <laughs> but if I don't like it, I won't buy it. And to be honest, I'm glad I don't because the Star Wars are ridiculous like amounts the, of money. Yeah. Death Star, isn't it? That's yeah. Like the, oh, yeah, big, I saw that. Big one. And the Millennium that. Falcon as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 just, it's too much. I'm glad I don't like that, actually. Well, you... But just, I don't know. Coming out of the game, obviously, I 
needed something to do, played the piano and then got into Lego, which, like I said, it, <laughs> so, it gets mixed reactions. No, it's great. So, I think Hugo's nodding and you're laughing. It, That's I, what I'm talking about. I love Lego. <laughs> you've committed to the wall now, so it's clearly an addiction to stay. You can't just do a Absolutely, and it's a smart wall, so it's brilliant. So I've got Hogwarts on and obviously the lights are all, all controlled by Alexa, so I'll, I'll be giving Alexa light up Hogwarts oh. and on it will come. That's and when the awesome. piano's done, I'm going to get it to light up and play at the same time, which will be... Wow. Uh, this, that could be amazing for yeah. like Halloween parties or Absolutely. Christmas or stuff like that. Yeah. Or just a Lego party. Just go around and have a little build up, you know. Yeah, why just... not? No one will come though. It'll just be me and the missus again. <laughs> I think there's a lot of secret Lego fans out there actually. Do you ever build like sorry, this is turning into a Lego podcast very quickly, <laughs> but um do you ever build like stuff from scratch on your own or is it always like the instructions? Free always style. instructions at the moment. But from from when my kids were young, I used to buy them loads and loads and then you know I don't know if any of you've got kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah got, so I you'll one, know what yeah. kids are like. They, they just wreck everything. Yeah. And <laughs> my kids just destroyed all their Lego when they were younger. And I wasn't a massive fan of it, so I didn't mind. But now I've got three huge tubs full of Lego that had been broken up. So eventually, I'm going to try and be Emmett, a master builder. Nice. And uh, <laughs> yes. see what I can build. If not, I'll sell it all. Because I think you can get like five quid or 20 quid per kilogram of Lego. Oh, wow. Really? I'll buy the kilo. Yeah. How about that? Well, I've got go. so go. many points. I know I'm going on and on. Like you say, this is, welcome to the Lego you podcast. Lego. I've got so many points. I could get my whole family. Now I've got five kids and, and a wife. I'll get my whole family into Legoland for nothing. That That's is, unbelievable. I've got so many points on my card. My son is desperate to go to Legoland, actually. Maybe we could it's know, brilliant. team up. Yeah. It's brilliant. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad to have you, I think. <laughs> right, should we move on from Lego? Let's do it. Right, that's enough about Lego. Let's talk about debuts. So we just thought we could ask you a few questions about, you know, debuts that you've had and yep. you're smiling already. I, yeah, I I've feel had like some eventful <laughs> debuts. So, I mean, let's, I mean, do you want to just choose, choose a, the most eventful debut? One that comes to mind um, for you. Well, I'll, I'll talk about my first club, Ipswich. Now I'm going to talk about two debuts and think, why two debuts? One was my Premier League debut um, okay. that I nice. come on at Highbury and one was my... It was first division back then. It's a championship now, but it was known as the first division. So that was my first start. So let's talk about the the Arsenal. Um, so I got I got the call up. Obviously, George Burley was the manager, and he was like, "Right, you're in the squad." And um, honestly, it was unbelievable turning up at Highbury. Now I I wasn't aware of what to do in terms of tickets and stuff. My, obviously, my mum and dad wanted to be there, so I spoke to my agent and said, "Look, I'm." I'm on the bench. Can I don't know how to get tickets and that. And so he got my mum and dad tickets in the away end, or in the home end, which was the Arsenal end. And um, then obviously, I, as I know now, you just go to the captain and say that I need tickets for yeah. My, yeah. my my family. And he'd have been who was been the captain? The family. Uh, Matt Holland was the captain. Oh, um, how much of a surprise was it? Sorry to cut in there, but how much of a surprise was it for you to make your debut? Were you sort of was there an understanding that you could soon, or was it quite a shock for you and your it, family when you were called into the squad? It was probably a, a little bit of a shock um, that I was in the squad, especially at Highbury at Arsenal. Yeah, now this is a game where if we lost, we were getting relegated. Oh, and it was wow. the same game that if Arsenal won, they were winning the league. Oh, my which word. Which was a, a, a strange situation. So when, when I was called up to that game, I was thinking, oh, 
like that's a bit of a, a strange one. But Bentley had already made his Darren Bent had already made his debut for Ipswich, so I'd already I'd been training with the first team for a long time. So I was hoping that I would make my debut before the end of the season. And yeah, so I'm I'm sat on the bench, ten minutes to go or fifteen minutes to go. George Worley says, "Warm up, you're going on," and I'm absolutely buzzing. Like, but then I'm thinking, my mum and dad's in the home end, like, and my dad, obviously, like I say, he's not here with us anymore. But he he told me, and my mum, my mum told me that he was swearing at everyone, <laughs> saying, "That's I my, imagine. that's my fucking son." Like, proper guy, <laughs> mental sure, at yeah, all yeah. the the home support, and everyone was like, "Oh, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations!" My dad was a big guy, so yeah. they were they were congratulating him. There's probably him, some but... stadiums where you don't want to do that, but you, you might be able to. Get yeah, exactly, it. and um, it was a, they had. Vieira in the middle. Wow. Uh, um, I've actually got the teams up here. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah, wow. yeah. I've, I've found them here. I've got Seaman in goal. Seaman in goal. Lauren, yeah. Tony Adams, Ashley Cole, Martin Keown at yep. the back. Edu, Vieira, Parler, Lundberg in midfield. Burkamp and Omri up top. Honestly, <laughs> are you shitting yourself? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm actually not. I'm, I'm scared I'm, just listening I'm to d- that. I'm buzzing. I can't wait to get on the whole game. I'm. I'm hoping for an injury in our team and yeah. you don't do that but no. I'm thinking I just want to get on this pitch obviously the superstars you're mentioning I just wanted to be part of it and um, when he said you're, you're going on I was just thinking yes like get me on this pitch yeah, yeah. and we had a player Sixto Peralta his name was in, in our team and first thing I'd done I come face to face with Patrick Vieira and I'm just thinking there's nothing I can do to beat this guy <laughs> I can't I used to dribble and take yeah, people yeah. on in, in the youth team in the in the reserves I just thought, right, player one, two. And it worked. And I ended up going through past Tony Adams and I'm one-on-one against David Seaman in the oh goal. I'm at a bit of an angle. And honestly, to this day, I'm thinking, there's there's no way I'm going to score. Yeah. There's no way I can beat this just guy. Surreal. I couldn't see any of the net. It was just big <laughs> moustache. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and yeah, I just kind of chipped it into his arms and, and he just <laughs> caught it and threw it out. But we lost 2-0 that game. So Arsenal had won the league. We'd been relegated and... We, we, as a Tottenham fan yeah, as well, I just, I just yeah. you know, realised yeah. that it's that even more special as a Tottenham I, I, I fan know. growing up. It, honestly, it was it was such a feeling to to make your debut at, at Highbury, but in the dressing room, the lads are devastated, and I yeah. got relegated towards the, the middle of my career, and I know how they were feeling at the time. There was livelihoods on it, but I swear I'm looking round. I'm secretly cheering because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking well, most of these lot are leaving I'm, I'm in a team next now. year yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that 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 turns out that I, I was in, in the team had a great pre-season come back we was in the first division first game was against Walsall and um, George Burley said right you're starting and I was I weren't surprised because I was the fucking best player so yeah, yeah. I thought yeah I'm, I'm, I'm starting and um, I think about 20 minutes into the game Darren Bent cuts in left foot Goalie saves it, four yards out. I tap it in, so I scored Class. on my first start. Beautiful, running off. Um, but that's not the that's not the strangest thing that happened on that debut because the the day before. Now Bentley tells this story that I bit someone, and <laughs> and, and, and I don't remember doing that. I remember, I remember I yeah, remember biting someone like Hang in, on a minute. Where's in, this in the youth what? team. Like there was a, we had a little bit of a round. Something happened, and I ended up I don't know biting him or something like that. <laughs> When Naturally, we're having a little scrap. As you do. As you but do. he thought that's why my tooth come out. But it, it wasn't. I had a fake tooth anyway. And we <laughs> played table tennis in our bedroom. Wow. And oh, nice. the bat, as I swung, the bat hit me in the face. And my tooth cracked. The cap, the crown capped. Oh, no. Uh, the crown hey, cracked. When you say in, in your bedroom, so it's cut in, but 
you and Bentley, what were you? We were stayed rooming? in digs. Yeah, we oh, we right. were roomies when when we were from about fifteen to seventeen. Then I got my house. He got his house. So we we stayed together. So the night before my debut, um, we was playing, and I smashed my tooth in half. Now, so then I've played about sixty minutes into the game. The ball's been played into me. I've already scored. I'm buzzing. It's hit a bobble on the pitch at Walsall, and the ball's hit me in the face, and I've. My, my tooth that had cracked had gone through my lip. Oh. And I've got the video at home. I've got the shirt. I've got the shorts covered in blood. Oh. And you can see me. The physio comes on. You can see me trying to say, I, I, I can't find my lip. I'm looking on the floor. Oh I, my thought my lip, I thought my lip had come off. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it, it, it kind of had. It was hanging out. No way. So... Obviously, 65, 60, 65 minutes into my first start yeah, for Ipswich, yeah. I was rushed off to hospital. I think that's the, the last thing you expect on your first start. You're Absolutely. probably thinking a million things before Absolutely. the game. You don't so expect to lose your lip. I'm off at hospital. <laughs> I had 12 stitches in my lip. Oh, and no way. Yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't great. So I missed the next couple of games. And I, I always remember it, it was huge. Honestly, my lip was huge. The next day, I had to go to the dentist to get the tooth sorted. So I had four injections into the roof of my mouth. Oh. So I couldn't fill my mouth for about four days, dribbling, <laughs> drinking, obviously milkshakes yeah, as yeah. meals. And I, I always remembered because it was so swollen. Jim Jilton would say um, it was raining one day and he was like, right, everyone under Ambrose's lip, <laughs> try, and get, try and get dry. But though, that was an eventful debut oh, wow, for, for me. And uh, yeah, there was another eventful one against uh, for Cholton. So what? yeah, so so you, you moved to Cholton. Yep. And also Bentley moved to Charlton. Was that around the same time? Yes, I, I went from Ipswich to Newcastle. Um, did you always come as a pair? When people bought you, was it buy one, get one free? Or to be fair, did it just double down. Until he, until he got his big moves, then no one wanted me anymore, to be honest, which was frustrating. But I left, I, I left Ipswich for Newcastle. There was talks he was going as well, but Ipswich only sold off off me as a an asset. I scored on my debut for Newcastle, loved that. And then he signed... From Ch- to, 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 he signed for Charlton from Ipswich. I signed from Newcastle, both at the same time, and we made our debuts together for Charlton at, uh, against Sunderland. Obviously, I'd just come from from Newcastle, so I was at the stadium a lot. I was getting pelters from from the support, and um, I think first thing I'd done cutting over the top. It was like the old days, over the top. Bentley run on, scored one nil. It's like, wow, this is going to be great. Um, then into the second half, about 50, 55 minutes, I had a two-footed lunge on Stephen Wright, fullback for Sunderland, sent off. Howard Webb sent me off. No way. <laughs> yeah, come up, red card. And I was like, oh, no. What does, a, what does a ref say to you when he sends you off? Uh, get off. <laughs> is that literally what he says? He just Basically, shows you the red, get off. Yeah, even if he probably didn't say nothing or just off. off. Yeah. Like, I, at the time, I'm thinking, what? Like, I used to tackle that in the youth team. Yeah, like I yeah. picked up 14 yellow cards once in the youth team season. But <laughs> the day before, Alan Kerbishley called us all in. We've had a meeting with the referees. Um, no lunges. If you lunge, you're going to get a red card. So yeah. we're walking, I'm walking down the tunnel. I'm getting spat at. I'm getting wow. things thrown at me from the, the Sunderland crowd as I'm going down. Kerb, Kerbs comes the other way. And he's like, what happened? And I'm like, oh, I didn't even touch him. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> Got in the dressing room, looked at my phone. My mum's messaged. Daz, what have you done? Oh, and I'm no. like, what? Like, and then I got to, um, we, we won the game. I looked up, Danny Murphy scored a free kick because they equalised straight away. Danny Murphy scored a free kick. Then Bentley scored his second goal of the game. We won 3-1. Standard. So it didn't really affect the outcome of the game. Um, 
but I watched your match of the day that night and, and I remember Alan Hansen. There was four red cards that day and they showed them all except mine. <laughs> I'm thinking, what's going on? It's I've got one here. not safe for TV. Yeah, so <laughs> the, right at the end, they said, look, we've shown all the, all the red cards, but this, this is the worst of the lot. <laughs> and they showed oh, mine no. at all different angles. They were battering me oh, about this no. lunge and it was, it was awful. I said I didn't touch him. I did. I, it, I <laughs> was he all right though? Was he all right? No, no, apparently he wasn't. Oh, and no. I only knew this a few years later, I played against Coventry. This was about five years later. I played against Coventry for Palace. And I'm getting smashed off the Coventry players. <laughs> I'm thinking, what's going on here? And then um, one of the players said, he, he smashed me and it hurt. And he, he come over and he said, that, that's, for, that's for righty. And I'm like, really? what are you on about? Wow. Turns out, cut a long story short, he, he, he was out for about three months with some ligament damage. Come back, done his knee in training because he, he was obviously weak. Yeah. was out for like a year, come back, wow. done it again. It turns out he was out for about two and a half years. of, tra of, of oh. And I didn't realise wow. this. And obviously, once I found out, yeah. I made an effort to go and see him and, and apologise, say, look, yeah. I, I didn't realise that it stemmed from me. Yeah. But yeah, that that that. Did evening. you uh, did you get him some Lego? Or? <laughs> no, but I've got a little uh, beaker. He might be listening in. Yeah. Yeah, One but, thing I did want to ask you, obviously, that's two very hectic yeah. uh, debuts. Yeah. What was worse? Was it the red card or the uh, the, the, <laughs> the red lost card? Lip? The red card was was so much worse yeah. for me, and it weren't even the fact I'd red carded. There was two international breaks after that in quick succession. Okay, so I was suspended for three games. That evening, Bentley had been called up to the England squad for the first time. So we were good friends. We yeah. stayed in the same house there, there until I was sorted for rented accommodation. So I was buzzing for him, but mm. I was gutted that, you know, that was my aspiration as well. And the way it was going, it, it could have been if I'd have carried on playing well, because I was putting in a really good uh, performance at the time. Yeah. Maybe I would have got that call oh, up okay. and kind of changed the whole outcome of of my Cholton career, I'd say, because yeah. it didn't yeah. go down well with the supporters. And I was suspended for about seven weeks after that with the um, the international break. So That's that, crazy that, that that just split second like that. You've just had a yeah. rash decision to make that tackle and that can have such a big it effect. Was a huge well, not only impact. your career, but his career yeah, as well. Yeah, huge impact. And I know Daz was trying to rein it in a little bit, his celebrations for being called up to yeah. the England squad because I was there and I was gutted. And, you know, who knows what could have been if I didn't, produce that stupid lunge which was what I, I know it is now and yeah I've got the video on my phone actually <laughs> <laughs> quite proud of it now it's interesting actually that's one of the questions I've sort of written down to ask you is you know is it important to make a good impression with the fans you mentioned about sort of it affecting your Charlton career as a whole mm. and your relationship with the fans comparing that to other debuts that you've had or just in general you know thinking of debuts how important is it? I mean, it sounds like an obvious question, but how mm. important is it to make that good impression with the fan base? Yeah, extremely important. Obviously, my Ipswich debut start, I scored. Um, my Newcastle debut, I scored. Um, I went back on loan at Ipswich, scored on that debut. Palace, I scored two, I think, on my debut, or my first start. Uh, I went to Greece, scored on that debut. So I've scored wow. on many debuts. That's but, interesting. But That's... Colchester, I went to Colchester, scored on that debut as well. Is is there something in that? Do you think that seems to be so common in football for players to score on their debut? Is it just a feeling there's just some sort of extra, I don't know, extra push behind you, extra motivation to impress, basically? Uh, of course. And for me, that's why I lunged in to Stephen Wright the way I did, because I was so keen to impress. Yeah. I'd been taking these little challenges left, right and centre throughout the whole game. 
and I lunged in and I made that mistake. So there is a certain, you want to impress, like you're so keen and you run further and you probably shouldn't. You run further, you try harder. Mm. And yeah, I, I scored on many days. The impact of the, the Cholton one, potentially, I think that was the start of a kind of a downfall in my whole career, if I'm being honest, oh, because wow. I was out for seven weeks. So you, you think a pre-season's about five, six weeks. Mm. So I was out longer than a pre-season. So when I come back, I wasn't really fit enough you can do as many as you want in with the, the, the fitness guys. So then I had to build up another three, four, five games. All of, Already, you're not up to pace in the Premier yeah. League and people are questioning why you're here and stuff like that. So it was all started so from what, that challenge. What about that return debut then when you came back? Um, were, the sort of, were the fans not on side with you at that point or did you feel any kind of... Mm. You had to put any particular effort in or was it just kind of going just through the motions? Feel, I just didn't feel fit enough, to be mm. honest. I didn't feel like uh, I belonged out there. When, at the time, we had Jerome Thomas, who was playing. We had Dennis Romadal as well. So I was replaced. I can't remember which one. I replaced one of those those two. And I knew they were performing better than me at the time. But because I was kind of a big signing in the summer, yeah. he had to put me in. Oh, okay. As soon as I was fit and as soon as I was back from suspension, he threw me straight in and... I think that kind of affected it as well because the supporters were then like, he shouldn't be in the team. Dennis yeah. Romadale was playing better, or Jerome Thomas, it, yeah. and he hasn't earned his, yeah. his, his stripes, as it were. You know, he he got sent off. That that's my that was my fault. But I just think the whole, and it's it's weird saying it. I think I'd have had a lot better career, which I'm proud of my career, but a yeah. lot better if I hadn't got sent off on my debut at Charlton. So Dazza, you were saying like your debuts, you had a good scoring record on your debuts. Yeah. Well, so like not as impressive, but I have a similar record. Oh wow! Go <laughs> yeah. on. So um, football, yeah. Sutcliffe Rovers. <laughs> 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 yes, football. Um, Sutcliffe Rovers. Oh, the Rovers, yeah. Yeah, I get that. AFC Lewisham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Don't look shot. at me like you never heard of these teams. Oh, I know right. Lewisham. Big yeah, side, good yeah. shopping centre, Lewisham. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shymira, Lord Hood FC. Hold on, Shymira. Shymira, the three-headed beast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> that was just the name of the team. It's a Sunday League team I played for. Uh, Lord Hood FC National. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord <laughs> Hood FC. Yeah. You can't just skip through that these was, names. No, I'll, it will make did sense. You just, in a did you base your <laughs> Sunday League career on playing for the teams with the weirdest names? Yeah, literally, I saw a name. Oh, like, oh, what's, what's the next ones? Um, Erith Vets. Erith. Erith Vets. What's that? What? A Welsh team? No, it's a, <laughs> yeah. I moved away. <laughs> just a, Do you look after dogs. <laughs> Got the call up from <laughs> Dean Saunders. Yeah. Um, no, Erith Vets. Veterans. What you scored on all of them? I scored on all of my debuts for those teams. Wow. That's incredible. That's actually incredible. Yeah. Did you win all the games? No. <laughs> you don't know, do you? No, I don't know. I don't. You're just selfish. Uh, I reckon you did. Just, almost, just almost, def- almost definitely lost to a Shymira one, like 9-1. They were like the worst team. Absolute dog shit. Sunday league team. Where was Shymira? Um, so they're based in Woolwich <laughs> okay. uh, in South East London. Right. Um, and we, we used to train on Plumstead Common where Arsenal used to train back in the day where they were found wow. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but then when yeah, I just had this little knack of uh, scoring on my debut and then it was obviously downhill from there. That's Fair enough. <laughs> Who do you support then? Arsenal. And you're you're Leicester. I'm Leicester, yeah, sadly yeah. at the moment. Wow. Woolwich. 
<laughs> didn't, make, didn't quite make it to Woolwich FC. Or... No, no. I've Unfortunately actually, not. I've got a debut story. Go on. After your amazing debut story, it's, it might sound a bit pathetic, but no, it it's, it's nothing to do with football. I, I think he was talking to me. Then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first ever job. Um, so basically, I was in my first year at uni yep. and the student loan wasn't doing much for me. I was really struggling. Yep. Every night in the reduced section at Sainsbury's, just trying to nothing pick wrong up, with that. Trying to pick up a twenty-three p sandwich or a quiche, maybe <laughs> if I was lucky. Okay. Um, so I decided it's time to get a job and earn some money. Yep. So then maybe I can buy a meal deal or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, there was an Italian restaurant in Southampton. I'm not going to say the name, but it was a quite a big, big restaurant, big chain, and they were looking for waiters. And I've never done anything that like that in my life. Um, so I thought, why not hammer CV in? And they said, yeah, okay, we'll we'll get you in on Saturday to do a trial so what, shift. What, what was your CV? What was on it? Yeah, so, just to, good to point. be a waiter. <laughs> I think in food good tech, at... I got a B. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're in <laughs> hired. Yeah. Good at waiting, has legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, it was my A levels and stuff like that. Um, but basically, on my trial shift. Um, I learned within about two minutes that this job wasn't for me because it was very stressful. I don't deal very well with stressful situations. It was very busy and it was just like every 10 seconds, it's like fling this pizza over here, fling this pizza over there, yeah. stuff like that. And basically I had a debut from hell. Wow. So <laughs> I was two minutes in, I was like, I oh, can't, this isn't for me. So I'm just going to go at my own pace. And basically they did cocktails as well. Yeah. And a family who I think they were visiting Southampton. I'm not sure why you would, but um, <laughs> they must have come off a cruise or something. It was a German family. I remember this so well. And they ordered um, a whole tray of Aperol spritz. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I am not very good at carrying trays, it turns out. Oh, um, no. And on the way to this family, I've tripped and chucked a whole tray of Aperol spritz over this German woman, oh, the no. mum of the family, <laughs> all over her dress. She screamed. Ice cubes flinging oh. everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just stood there like, nah. Um, what did you do? Carried on with my shift. Finished, did... the, finished the five hours. Uh, funnily enough, they didn't call me back. <laughs> so I've just given them five hours of my time on a Saturday flinging out what pizzas. What did they do? What did the husband do? He wasn't happy. And I went, sorry, mate. It's, it's, my, first, it's my first time ever working here. I'm so sorry. That's ridiculous. Um, well, yeah, they, they weren't happy. Um, but the what people, was the name of the restaurant? Come on. It was called Losteria. Oh, it's oh, quite open. They do massive pizzas. Yeah, the raw pictures on the wall. Avoid at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Under the counter. Do not, do not let this yeah. man in. Yeah, thankfully, they didn't offer me the job. That's um, unreal. Because I bet it was actually Pizza Hut, wasn't it? Nah, Just surprised they do Aperol spritz in pizza. Lost <laughs> <No>. area. <laughs> yeah. You don't deal with anything stressful, I'm but you're a Leicester fan. <laughs> yeah, well, we won the league. That's, that's what I told myself. We won the league, so it's all fine. And the FA Cup. You don't need to be stressed yeah. over it. Do you like a bit of pizza, Ambrose? I love it. Oh, yeah. Actually, you've got a little... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, here we uh, go. You've told me a story before um, about... Talking uh, of debuts. I like the debut. seamless this, link into it, that, by yeah. the way. <laughs> that was smooth, wasn't it? Yeah, talking of debuts. Yeah, my. Was it your first date? It was my first date, yes. Oh. Um, first date ever or first date with your First date with wife. my now wife, nice. yeah. Obviously, my girlfriend at the time. I'd met her. I said, right, let's go out. We'll go to... She lived in Bury St. Edmunds in Suffolk. Nice. Which is where we live now, up, up that way in Suffolk. Um, and I said, right, let's go down to Lakeside because obviously I 
had, had played down there as well. So I lived in Harlow when I grew up, so I knew about Lakeside. So let's go to Lakeside. So you're a footballer at the time. You've you've made your professional debut. Uh, yeah, I'm playing for Newcastle at oh, the wow. time, yeah. Um, I'd signed oh, from so Ipswich to Newcastle. She's bagged herself a pro footballer. Uh, also, she fought, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how, did you, how did you meet? What, how did you get in? Did, was it through a... She was she was doing a bit of modelling in the paper. Um, oh, yeah. She wasn't page free. Uh, I'm going to throw that <laughs> yellow, one out. Yellow pages. It was kind of like a... Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> Where does your brain I get this stuff know. from? <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a celebrity makeover type thing okay. in, in, right, yeah. in the sun. Um, and I see her and it said Rachel Berryson Edmonds. And I obviously lived in Ipswich. So I thought, wow, so... I kind of, uh, <laughs> this is a horrible story. I found out who her boyfriend was. I knew him. He he was from Ipswich as well. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, knew his boyfriend's good friend, who was also a good friend of ours, and mm-hmm. said, look, how are they doing? And they weren't getting on too well. I said, well, can you manage to, can you grab her number for me? Like, So, listen, that that's the way I, I, I see it. I, I messaged her. She said she wasn't with this guy anymore. Um, I don't know if she was, but she said she wasn't, and... I I had, a, I had a girlfriend at the time as well, so wow. we, we was both doing probably something wrong. So I, I went I went to see her. Love moves um, in mysterious ways. Exactly. So uh, mysterious. Yeah, I went to see her, but it, it hit off. Obviously, she's my wife now. Um, but I said, listen, let's about a week later we'll go out. We'll, we'll, I drove her to Lakeside, um, and I said, what do you want to eat? Anything? We can we can have anything. And she said, I want to. I love pizza. Should we go pizza? And I was like. Brilliant, yeah. Let's go pizza. I'm hut. a pro footballer. Let's have yeah. some pizza. Yeah, let's Why go not? pizza. Hut. And I thought, <laughs> well, she, good, yeah. I thought she's a keeper, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah. If she wants pizza first day, I'm flying. Um, if, was it lunch as well? You get the buffet. No, it weren't lunch. Uh, no, but oh, salad bar. Listen, I didn't like cheese. <laughs> I do now. I love cheese now for some weird reason. But when I was 17, I didn't like cheese. Growing up, I hated cheese till I was about 22, 23. When you taste buds change, you get a bit older. What, what was it about cheese? I don't really know. I just didn't like the taste. Didn't like the texture. Wasn't didn't like anything. An intolerance or anything like that. No, no, no. no. Just, just didn't like didn't it. Like so, it. and she always tells this story as well to to her new friends when she makes them that <laughs> our first date was in pizza and he didn't even like cheese. So I basically ordered a bit of bread with tomato puree all over it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, well, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I don't like cheese." She was like, "But you said let's go pizza." I said, "No, you said let's go pizza." <laughs> So that was my first argument as well. Uh, got that out of the way. <laughs> but no, it was... Uh, listen. So I hang think, on, hang on a minute. Hang that's on. what's now known as an ick. If, if, you, <laughs> if you've gone for a date and someone's ordering a pizza or a pizza without cheese, I think that's a red flag for Yeah, me. I do. I, honestly, I, why I'm still... How I'm still with her, I don't know. She should have looked at me. I did buy her a ring the same day. So like, she, <laughs> the same day? Yeah, the same day. Wow. I, I don't like cheese, but yeah, I have, I have, a, have a diamond <laughs> ring. <laughs> like carrots. <laughs> Nothing cheesy Just about l- that. Luring her in. Come on, come on. So oh, wow. you, you had... What was it, a margarita then with no cheese? Or did you have... You must have had other stuff on the pizza. Um, no, it was... It was literally a bit of flatbread with tomato puree. You've all ordered over it. a massive and I put bruschetta. pepper. I put pepper. I think all that's over massive it. in Spain, isn't it? That pa- yeah, pan yeah. con tomate. I mean, I used to Should love have it. Got to move out to Spain, mate. Which was weird when I got to about twenty two, twenty three, and I, and and I don't know the exact date, but I, I I ordered a pizza with cheese by mistake. Obviously, I didn't say take off the cheese, and there it came. I was starving, so I thought I'm just going to eat it. And I absolutely loved it. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? Why didn't it I just like a fear. Did Another... the chefs at your clubs know about your fear of cheese? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, they were well aware. <laughs> they were well aware. <laughs> so they were well aware how strange I was. Yeah. <laughs> so we've gone for your like first eight debut with the misses. Yeah. We've done your pizza debut. Yeah. Uh, and your cheese debut. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 Are there any other debuts you'd like to share with us, football oh, or non-football? You know. Um, yeah, obviously. Let's go back to football. I'll go back to football <laughs> because that's obviously what what I'm here for. What I'm known as. And th- th- you talk about impact on debuts and um, how that can impact your your career at that particular football club so I look at Palace everyone who knows me um, on my job obviously Hugo you Joe you know Palace is probably what I'm known for people know me for Charlton Newcastle but Palace is the one and it started from from my debut Neil Warnock signed me the day after the transfer window opened I left Charlton he said come and sign for me so I did um it was lucky really what does Warnock say to you for your for your debut like how does he prepare you for is there any special Warnock treatment was, Warnock I had he special you, treatment he? He I, I had special treatment you. from day one now Ben Watson had just left Palace when I signed for Palace so they needed someone to come in and kind of be the main man take everything take yeah. free kicks corners penalties and I was that guy that Neil Warnock picked for for some reason because I didn't have a great final year at Cholton so I was grateful for that didn't have to move either because my kids obviously were young they were at oh, okay. nurseries yeah. and so I was grateful for that as well. It was actually closer for, to Palace than I was at Charlton. So Charlton, the big rivals as well, Palace, Charlton. So I made a, a, a tough decision really to go and yeah. already start off in a negative. But <laughs> my, I'll talk about my first start because I come on, I picked up an injury, believe it or not, the day before the opening game of the season, hitting a rugby um What's it called? A rugby thing? What a post or a... no? You know, the, the, they hold it and you have to go and barge into oh, it. like a big pad. Yes, yeah, like yeah, a huge yeah. pad. And the, the why were you doing that? A... Well, the fitness coach loved all that. What? His name was Chris Short. Now, I don't know if you remember a guy Craig Short used to play for Derby. Yes, his okay. brother was named Chris. He was a fitness guy and he was our fitness coach at, and he used to love <laughs> rugby. So the day before, he's holding we'll it. We'll toughen you up, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've me, footballers bloody me being football. me yeah. trying to impress everyone. I'm sprinting. I'm dived in as hard as I could on him and as I've done it he's lifted the pad up and popped my AC joint out of my oh shoulder my has he mugged you off on, on purpose yeah. there basically yeah I, I thought think, you were going to wow. say your lip came off no then. like <laughs> honestly <laughs> not this time <laughs> so I end up being on the bench on the first game of the season last 10 minutes can't so I don't count that at all but my debut was Scunthorpe I think at home in the cup nice. at Sellers Park and I scored two and I scored a penalty. Neil Dans wanted the penalty, actually. He won it. He wanted it. Sean Danzy. Derry, Clint Hill, they were like... What did you say? They were like, no, he's having it. I, I didn't mind. Danzy won it. But they were like, no. They grabbed the ball off Danzy. and never seen anything like it. So I thought, hang on. like I'm the main man here. That's what they want. Yeah, so yeah. I'd scored two. And I mean, I'd gone from a negative situation that the support... I, I didn't have social media at the time, but... Yeah you can easily go on and I used to and we'll we'll talk about this on future pods I used to go on and was it like and, forums and stuff yeah I used to on. write my name in and stuff and I shouldn't have done it and I know that now now I'm, I'm yeah. more mature and I wasn't the most appealing of signings um, to be honest coming from Cholton shit season but <laughs> I I started really well got two goals yeah. uh, the next the league debut I scored again I ended up scoring six league goals in six consecutive games at the start of the season wow, wow. Um, that's amazing I actually had a t-shirt made I didn't have it made the kit man had it made and I didn't wear it I said no I'm not doing it because the record for Crystal Palace is six consecutive games in a row scoring and do you know who that was? that was Ian Wright oh wow so I obviously equaled royalty. that royalty I equaled that so they said if you score again you're going to hold, hold the record 
and he made me a vest that said seven in seven just did it. Like that oh, was yeah, my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, no, I'm not doing that's it. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that, that was loads. And I didn't end up scoring, but I thought, I'm, if I score, I'm not going to, I'm not going to show that. It's a bit, it's a bit silly. I'm like, it's an absolute legend. Yeah, and, for sure. And I, I, although he, really. he fucked up that vest reveal, didn't he? He when did, he did it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did yeah. it a goal early, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> do you remember, did, did you have a chance to score or do you not remember that? Um, I don't remember. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I had chances every game. Like, There's I, always a chance. You shoot from anywhere. Yeah, I scored, I scored a lot. Listen, I hold the record. People don't know this. I hold the record: <laughs> twenty prem, twenty goals in um, in the competition, in all competitions from midfield for Palace. No one's ever done that wow. in the Prem Championship or That's anywhere. Amazing. No That's one's close. ever done it. But people That's don't quiet. know that. They can do. They now. do now. Yeah, they do now. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we've sort of covered your your debuts personally. We've covered a couple of mine and Hugo's debuts. <laughs> so. Not quite the same, um, but... Yours are pe- better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Unless um, you're a German family. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like Aperol? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about like other people's debuts that you've been there for? Obviously, you said that you and Bentley had your debut together at Charlton. Mm. Um, are there any others that you can remember um, where you were there and it was their debut and something happened? Good, bad, ugly. Um, I remember Wilf Zaha's debut. Well, he, his actual debut again. I, I don't class when they come on for like four or five minutes. Yeah, I yeah. know that's your official debut, but we played Leicester at home. That was his official debut uh, at Sellers Park. I think we won the game 3 2. I think I was there. Was you? We were wearing a horrible yellow yeah, kit. That's it. I, I scored. I scored the first yeah. goal. Um, and he ended up scoring, Wilf. And it was a long ball. Alan Lee flicked it on and he hit it like an outside of the foot volley over the goalkeeper. I don't know what it was at the time, but over the goalkeeper. Chris Wheel. That would have been him. Yeah, yep. you, you know more than The Leicester knowledge. Yep. <laughs> but after that game, I remember sitting down, Wilf weren't there, but sitting down with a few of the, the older heads going, wow, it, this kid is something special. Like yeah, You yeah. could just tell immediately. And um, he, he was. After that, obviously that season I left. I remember speaking to Maine Easter about Wilf. And he was saying he could become the best player in Europe. He he, wow. f- he felt that highly. The season Palace got promoted, he said he was incredible. And a few others said that. I think Owen Garvin had said the same similar thing. And he praises no one, that guy. So if he praised Zaha, then he he was. But then he went to Man U. It didn't quite work out. But look, he is what he is, Wilf. And he was exactly the same. Exactly yeah. the same back back then. He. In training, could you see it? Well, like, wow, this this kid is—he's got yeah, something. Look, when, when he first broke on into the scene, I think he was fifteen or sixteen when he first started training, and and I'd, I've been there as a youngster going into the the first team, and you're a bit nervous. He wasn't. Yeah, he's very shy. Wouldn't say a word to anyone. Wouldn't speak. Even when he was, even the last year when I before I left, he didn't really talk. Um, but. Um, interesting. So we had we, we had Clint Hill, we had Sean Derry, we had Paddy McCarthy, Danny Butterfield, so Alan Lee, Matty Lawrence. That. We had team of. No wonder he didn't say anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. these, these guys were warriors. Yeah. These guys. This is in terms of football team and who you'd want to who'd want in your team as as warriors. They were the guys. Do you, do you think that was perfect for him? Yeah, absolutely. But in training. These guys don't want to be mugged off. Yeah. Mm. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing it already. Especially with Warnock as the manager. He had kind of gone by then, but these are coming to Warnock's team. And we used to have wear, yeah. we used to wear shin pads in training because yeah. wow. it got nasty a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. 
he's nutmegging everyone in training. (laughs) I can imagine. And like, I'm not a tough tackling midfielder. I never was. My the only tackle I'd done, I got sent off for. I didn't. From then on, I thought I'm not tackling again. But Mm. even I was going for him sometimes in training. Yeah, couldn't get near him. Wow. And it made them worse. So these guys that are so angry, (laughs) Claude Davies, another one, would go flying two foot in to try and grab him and he'd just like <laughs> rainbow flick it over their head and you'd be like wow I bet, I bet he'd do like a cheeky smile he well. gained so much respect for that yeah. because every now and then you'd catch him I remember catching him once and yeah, yeah. he'd go flying over he'd just jump up and carry on and oh, he gained good. loads of respect from everyone for that and for eventually sure. he, he was one of one of us Like he was, the, he was one of the guys and now obviously he's a Palace icon Palace legend and it's interesting you say that when he started he hardly said a word because undoubtedly he's probably like the leader now leader on the pitch and uh... I'd say so yeah obviously having him and and kind of knowing him as I do and and speaking to him I still I I, I still think he's he has his circle of friends in the changing room but I think he's more of a a leader now to the younger players and that because he's now he's done so much in the game and he is a legend for Palace so he has to be that vocal point and you know if he ends up leaving there it'll be gut- gutting for them where where does he rank in terms of all time Palace players oh he's number one wow for me he's yeah, number yeah. one well he's number two obviously behind me but <laughs> if, if you're not counting me yeah he's uh he, he's number one and but I oh, I can't go back to to all the players Kenny Sampson and players like that that yeah. apparently were unbelievable. Ashley Cole was there on loan once oh, and yeah. people say he was good. Jim Cannon, I work with Jim a lot at Palace. He's their most capped player. Everyone talks about how good he was. But for me, there's no one better than, than Wilf. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd all know. We've got Ian Wright, Mark Wright, players yeah, like that. But for the longevity that he's done it for Palace, he's number one. We've had your debuts. We've had our debuts. We've had some uh, other debuts yep. that you've been involved in. Now, let's. I wanted to talk about some, some debuts aren't all that good as you know as we've found out yep. from your own you know lip issues and <laughs> <laughs> shoulder issues and all sorts and red cards yeah. but some of them are great so let's talk about other sort of debuts that kind of notable debuts so I'm thinking um uh Koscielny for Arsenal against Liverpool got injured made to stay on and got sent off yeah the bloke who injured him in that game, Joe Cole for Liverpool, was on his debut and got sent off for that as well. Oh, wow. So, you know, you've got those really like yeah. big, big bad debuts. Yep. And I've basically I've, I've scoured the archives uh, to find some of these like more stinkier debuts to talk about. <laughs> so um, I'm going to fire some bad debuts at you and Hugo. Yeah. And I want you to kind of rate them for me on the stinkometer. Okay. okay. So sounds good. So we say like five stinks is the stinkiest okay. debut. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I've got seven altogether, and we will start with Koscielny. Okay, so yeah, he's, he's at Anfield. Yeah, he's got injured. He stayed on, and then uh, and then he's got a second yellow in stoppage time. He got sent off just to cap it off. I mean, sounds like a Darren Ambrose debut. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all gone wrong for him to be honest. But you know, he's tried to stay on. He's tried to do it right, and you know, he showed a bit of heart. It's not that stinky to be honest, is it? Two maybe. It's a tough place to play as well. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll give him a two uh, on the stink. Two, two stinks, yeah. yeah. Okay, two right. Evra against Man City. Evra for Man United was against Man City at half-time. Fergie told him to sit down and watch the rest of the oh, game. Oh, my goodness. In the oh. change rooms in front of the rest of the United team. I think they were 2-0 down at half-time. And That's he says, you, Patrice, sit down and watch the rest of the game. I'll tell you what, though. Like, Look, it's a, it's a bad debut, and we know that. And I've heard Patrice talking about this as well. I say Patrice. I don't know him, but... <laughs> I've, I've heard him talking about this, but... It, I love this game. Fergie done the right thing one. there. Look at how it ended for him. 
Look how Matt, his Manchester United career went after it's that. True. Fergie done the right thing. I don't think in that's quite, I don't think that's high. So in hindsight, it's not that stinky. But at the time, being <laughs> dragged at half time on your debut in a derby, reasonably large signing as well. Wasn't smells it? It wasn't, a bit. It does yeah. a little bit. Yeah, three. Oh, can we three do point five? Yeah, do it. Yeah, 0.5. what are you saying? Oh, I'm saying three point five. Three point five. Three point five. Yeah. You think that's that stinky? He sat him down and said, Man "Watch City the second well. half." Yeah. On yeah, your debut, he must have been 5. thinking. When, it's not the Man City we think of as Man yeah, City today, by the way. This so is the Man City before. Ben Johnny Man City. Ben oh, <laughs> one. <laughs> three. Yeah, 3.5. Jo- Elano Man City, right? Yeah, okay. 3.5. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, it's Jovino, who on his debut for Arsenal against Newcastle decided to start on Joey Barton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's five, mate. Yeah, I advise against that. How did that end for him? Um, do you know what? I don't know. Can't have ended that yeah. one. Good research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not five. It's not the highest. Have you ever started on Joey Barton? No. <laughs> I started on Jim Magilton once in a game. Played. With, I was in the same team as him. Oh, you he used it. to scream and scream Northern Irish accent. Used to bark at you if you yeah. don't get the ball. And I told him to fuck off. Like, yeah. And um, how did that? That, end? that was it. He was he was saying like, when we get back in the dressing room, and like his head was massive. And I'm thinking I'm in big trouble here. And then it was against Brighton. <laughs> it's against Brighton at Portman Road. I'm thinking, oh no! Like my whole whole game then is thinking, what am I going to do? I'm 17. This oh, guy God. is the main man. How him old and, is he at this time? Him and Matt Holland must. He must have been 30 odd. And, and I'm thinking well, I'm so. in trouble here then I picked up the ball against Brighton beat three men scored barring in three times it hit the bar went in and oh, yeah. when when you see the replay of it the first thing I do is sprint to Jim and, and dive on him give him a big hug big Sorry. cuddle and that was it like in the in the dressing room he actually found that quite funny was like, you're lucky you scored yeah, slight yeah. sidetrack on that game actually by the way uh, Jovino got sent off oh was, did he yeah oh, I've okay. just got up a nice article I just from think a, four yeah a four but uh, just because it's him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to ask something here, and we'll probably get onto this in another episode yeah. if we talk about derbies. Palace Brighton. Yeah, it's not a derby, mm. and that's from someone who's played for Palace. It's a rivalry. A rivalry. Yeah, there's derbies. There's and there's rivalries. This is a rivalry, and, and why it's, is it's it? a huge rivalry? It, there, there's something to do with a, a long time ago. Alan Mullery, Tele, Terry Venables, uh, both managers of clubs, and I think it was Alan Mullery threw some coins and change at the Palace supporters and, and kind of said, this is all your worth and stuff like that, or in the dressing room or something Ouch. like that. And it kicked off like that. And there's been a few incidents in, involving the supporters and, and things like that. And it, it's just gone on, on from there. It's very historical in terms of the rivalry, but it is huge. And I've played yeah. in a few of those those games, Palace v Brighton, scored in a couple as well, I think. <laughs> Palace were the first team to win away at the Amex at the new, obviously the new stadium. And uh, I come on, scored the winning goal, and Glenn Murray scored after me, but I mine was the that. second. Little it was tapping, a little tapping. Johnny Parr put it across, and I cut my ears. I cut my ears like I was getting because I was on the bench. I was getting abuse off the off the crowd because I was the the most known, well known Palace player. Yeah. And as I scored, I ran and cut my ears um, to to the supporters that I knew were doing it. And I remember being in the dressing room. We'd won and we'd been in the dressing room and the police come in. Well, I say it was police. It might have been stewards, but they come in and they was like, look, we've got to uh, escort you onto the bus. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, so I, honestly, I was like, okay. And I, I walked out. You personally or the whole team? Me. Wow. Because I, I singled you out. Yeah. And I, oh, wa- wow. I wa- honestly, I walked out 
there was about four teenagers out there giving me abuse. And I looked at them, I was like, are you kidding me? You had to escort me in for that. Like, this is ridiculous. I've got a lot of mates who are Brighton fans, so it's probably them. <laughs> you was probably there with them. Yeah, it's Hugo and his mates. <laughs> oh, come on, next one. Next okay, one. right, next one. Um, Ali Dia, oh. Southampton. It was Soonest was in charge and he got a phone call from... Who oh, I remember the this. guy said George Weir's cousin. George Weir, oh, yeah, George Weir's cousin. Mate, this and is he ca- five. He comes on, doesn't he? He comes on, and then he almost scored, though. You know, nah, I remember mate, this is the five stinks. This is five stinks for him and for Graham Sooness. <laughs> yeah, Sooness, and I wouldn't say that to Sooness's face. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, he, he's my manager, and I wouldn't say that to his face. It but. is just a stinky situation yeah. all round. For anyone that doesn't know, he ba- did he get in contact with the club? And basically said, "Oh yeah, I'm George Ware's cousin. Yeah. I play at a decent level. I can't remember what country he said he he played in, but he yep. said, offer me a trial, sort of thing. Give me a chance.' And they were desperate for a striker yeah, at the were, time, yeah. weren't they? So they did give this bloke a chance. Bought him on. I, don't, I only think he played that one game. As yeah, well. that was it. And he got dragged. Did they not it. put him on and then take him <laughs> off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. He, got, he, that's they, he brought him on and then yeah, and then dragged him off. Mate, that's five things. Surely yeah. they're seeing that, that in is, training though. I don't know. Did he train? But I think he was. I think it was like a. Deadline day ish yeah. before deadline day. The game was a must thing, have been the next day. He yeah. must not have had an opportunity to train because <laughs> Graham Sunez, look, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. banter about it, but he was my. He's a great manager. He he knows talent, <laughs> uh, and he must not have seen him play. Or if he did, he must have had a weldy in training. Tell he must what, have thought, wow, I'm, that, I'm unreal. Yeah, that would make a great Netflix documentary. <laughs> yeah, Imagine yeah. he made it and he just went on and Incredible. became this great striker. Incredible. Um, on to our next debut. This one's a managerial one, yeah. one that might be close to your heart as well, does uh, Ryan Mason. Yeah, made his managerial debut in the League Cup final yeah, I for know. Spurs. I, I listen. I, Talk I, about deep end. Yeah, and they put that stat on the screen, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like trophy, <laughs> or, trophies won and get, or something days, like that. Days one game, managed, one loss. I and, think it was days managed. Mate, as well, that's, it? It, it, this ain't his fault at all. This is one. There's not even one stink. Like, was that, it that a Spurs City? bias though? That's not. Was it Man City as well? Yeah, it was Man City. Yeah, that's a zero. So they just got rid of Mourinho yeah. as well. Like they should have given him that yeah. opportunity. There's no stinks for yeah. me. First managerial game Poor guy, at Wembley man. in a final against Pep Guardiola's Man City. But is that a stinker from Spurs' point of view? From Spurs, yeah, that's absolute stinker. Right. That's off the charts, Stinker. That, yeah, that, they well, should have so kept Mourinho there to at least plus. play the final. Yeah, but from Ryan Mason, that it's not that won't his fault. Okay, <laughs> I'll put I'll put down five stinks for Spurs. Yeah, yeah, which I have no issue in writing down. So <laughs> <laughs> not at all bias. Okay, do you remember um, Southampton at Man United when they lost nine nil? Was it yes. nine nil? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jankovic. The Southampton midfielder got sent off after 79 seconds. Yeah, the young lad. Young lad. Yeah, we not we didn't see him again, did we? He he moved on to a French club, I think it was. That was Um, a poor challenge. That was horrible. Over the top on his knee or something, didn't he? It was just out of nowhere as well. Him being in a team was out of nowhere. Yeah, I was, remember they, going, was, they were struggling for numbers. Do you they reckon, were. like you said earlier, he was keen to impress, and do you reckon he just definitely? Yeah. That's definitely at first it's minute. Old as well. You know the manager Ralph wasn't it at the time. Ralph Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. How many nine nils he have by the way? But yeah. anyway, <laughs> Ralph would have said, "It's another episode for us." First, first challenge, put it in. Yeah, yeah. Like that. He took he, that literally. Yeah. He took that literally. Yeah, don't like two foot him in the in the thigh. That's a He plays for BSC Young Boys now in the Swiss Super League. And he's, I'm giving that four. Yeah, I agree. I feel for him because he's young and he's yeah. clearly trying to make and an it, impact. It, it's, but. It's, well, I say mine ended my Charlton career. It didn't. I yeah. went on had another 10 years in a game. That ended his Premier League career. 
for sure. I'm yeah. just thinking for him. Imagine he, he finds out he's starting at Old Trafford. He's texting his mates and his family. They're tuning in, and then it's just like, oh. You think? I hope they. Do you I imagine? Hope they, I hope they were late tuning in. <laughs> yeah. I just said, oh, no, I didn't start. Yeah. <laughs> I tell yeah. you, we weren't part of the nine nil though. That's true. No, that's nil nil when he went off. Exactly. <laughs> four, um, four stinks for him. Four, four stinks. Okay, four stinks. Born on Christmas Day as well. Oh, there you yeah. go. Two thousand and one. I was trying to think of a pun quick I, enough. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I thought, well, You're the pun king. <laughs> he got a Christmas card early on his debut. That's not good. Is it? Wow. Oh, okay, poor. let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> got, right, a couple more left. And the next one is one you mentioned earlier. Jonathan Woodgate. He's off the chart. For Real Madrid. He's off the chart. Let's just tell the story. Yep. Um, that is pungent. That's how stinky <laughs> that is. <laughs> um, he hadn't played for 17 months at this point. They bought him off Newcastle when he was injured. Yep. Um, and he'd been injured for four months at Newcastle yep. you know it was he had a few bad ones didn't he in yeah. his time um, and yeah joined Real Madrid over a year he was at Real Madrid before he played and on his debut he scores an own goal diving header from the edge of the area past <laughs> Iker Casillas no less and then two yellows and he's sent off honestly <laughs> Woody was the best centre half I ever played with it was a quality by the player, way wasn't best it? I've ever played with he had an unbelievable knack of reading the game He'd like you see him in training, see him in games. He'd nudge the forward as the ball was in the air, and he'd chest it down and play out. He was brilliant. When he went Real Madrid, I was like, "Yep, he's going to be so successful there." And for me, this is kind of similar to my debut at Charlton. It kind of ruined it. It ruined his his for chance sure, yeah. really at yeah. Real Madrid, and he never fulfilled that. And he was easily good enough. And again, if he stayed injury free, there's only a few players that I'd say I've played with that I say if they stayed injury free, they'd have had over 100 England caps easily. Wow! And that would be Woodgate and Kieran Dyer. They both of those would have had over 100 England caps. But I felt for I felt for Woody Uh, because I played with him. I don't want to give him high, but. A skunk's just walked in here, mate. (laughs) Honest, it's stinking in here at the moment. Hugo, you can you can pick this one. I'm giving that a 42 on the stink 42. <laughs> <laughs> through the roof. Wow. Okay, last one. Ambrose's Charlton debut. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> I think I, I, I can't score this. It's all on you. All on me? Yeah, you've got to score You can this. score it. Well, it's, it's a five. It's definitely a five. <laughs> it's a five. It's a five. <laughs> five things. I would like to see the tackle, though, before I review it. Actually, I'm not sure I do want to see it. I'm quite I'm squeamish. I'll, sh- I'll show you it. Really? You live? It. Live reaction? <laughs> yep. I'll run down the stinkometer quickly while while Ambrose gets yep. that up. So, Koscielny okay. and Cole in the same game. Koscielny gets a two out of five stinks. Ever a Man City... Um, Alex Ferguson told him to sit down and watch the rest of the game. That's three and a half. Javinho got four for starting on Joey Barton. Ali Deer got five. And Sunas got five as well for bringing him on. Ryan Mason, League Cup final. Zero stinks, but five for Spurs for the way they did it. Uh, Jankovic at Southampton got four. Woody for Real Madrid got 42. And Ambrose at Charlton. We're going to see the tackle now. Right, we're watching it Can we react it to it? <laughs> this gets I a mean, five. Look at that still. That's not oh, ideal. Wow. We've got a still shot. At, ooh. That's going so fast the camera can't keep up with you there. That's... Oh, oh God! Jesus! If if you're listening at home and you're you're curious and you want to watch this, don't do it if you're eating your dinner. Oh my oh. word! That's three red cards. <laughs> How old are you then? Um, I was about twenty-two, I think. Twenty-one, twenty-two. Hang on, I'm just going back. I'm just going back to earlier. To the that's story. a five. Did Hang you, on, that's a five. You told the manager. You yeah, didn't, I didn't touch you him. Didn't touch him. Nah. <laughs> didn't touch him. Never read. 
Howard <laughs> Webb was the referee there. Howard Webb. Ended up oh. refereeing a World Cup. For, I made his career, by the way, Howard Webb. That's what I'm claiming. <laughs> I mean, so I did go to the World Cup through Howard Webb. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, so there we have it, our stinkiest debuts. Um, That's a five, by the way. <laughs> that is a five, yeah. So, I mean, apart from Woody... You're up there with the stinkers for yeah, that one, mate. Yeah. yeah um, okay. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> what about some? Uh, what about some good, good ones? Have a, a quick... Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about bad debuts. How about um, good ones that you can remember? So, for example, I mean, the the first one that springs to mind for me is Rooney for Man United yep, off the bench classic, yeah. at Old Trafford, yeah. Fenerbahce, Champions League, Champions League night, Man United debut and Champions League debut, wasn't it? So, yep. big. What's, any, the, what's, any the, of, what's the ometer we're going with here? Oh, we we don't I mean we could do an ometer. We don't have to do an ometer. We could do an ometer. What do you want to do? Right, we do out of five. That's that's yeah. up there, mate. Five. That is a I five. Isn't so. it? Yeah, that's a hat trick. Eighteen on your debut. as well. 18, 17, 18. In the Champions League. Yeah, one of them that's was pretty... a free kick as well. That was mate. I'm real. To be there as well and take the free kicks. Yeah, no, that's just be like this at mind. that age. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. What about um, Alan Shearer Blackburn against Palace, ninety two. Scored two, and one of them was from 25 yards. It's not a bad start to your club career for Blackburn, is it? Five. I'll be, yeah, I know you two are a bit older than me. I don't remember this one at all. Yeah, five. One well, of them, I mean, I was one of them was like mate. a looping volley, I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. 25 yards, I mean. Yeah, five. Yeah. Um, Klinsman for Spurs against Sheffield Wednesday, the 4-3. With a, with a dive. Yeah, yep. the iconic dive. Wins, yep. wins the game, the 4-3 four, four for Spurs. Five. Five for the dive. Well, how, how easy <laughs> is it to get a five? Ah, oh, five. <laughs> Five and dive. Yep. Um, Ravanelli for Borough against is, Liverpool is in '96. Boots like the the side of the pitch. Yes, him. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. also the one that his celebration was to put his t-shirt over his head, his football shirt over his head, and then run with both hands in the air. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Um, great, he had grey hair at about twelve. Yeah. <laughs> the silver <laughs> fox in the box. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> go medium brown. The box says. <laughs> <laughs> He, um, yeah, that his debut was at home for Borough against Liverpool and he equalised three times. It was free all. Oh, so free. that's class. Free. Um, they can't all be a five. I mean, they're mostly strikers here, aren't they? Um, 4.9. <laughs> Have you got Haaland on there? Uh, yes. Take your pick, it says. I've put Haaland, take your pick. Which debut? King of debuts, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Five for all of Man them. Man City scored two. Dortmund debut, did he get three? Off the bench as well? Yep. What, what about internationally? You got that there? No, no, I haven't. He probably scored twice. Oh, he would have done, yeah. for sure. That man is a joke. Um, He's a king. And Ambrose for Palace. <laughs> oh, five. <laughs> scored two. Great debut. Scumford. I don't know who scored 18 that season, if I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more, actually, which you're like. I'm, you see, out of the kindness of my heart, Go on. I'm bringing this one up. Um, and just just so you know, like we, there are so many good and bad debuts. We can't go for all of them. These yep. are just ones that I've selected. Danny Rose. Doesn't get much better than that. Spurs, Arsenal. What a hit. That's got commentary. Do you remember that? It's got to be five. Wins it 2-1 for Spurs. Unbelievable volley. Left Is that back. Premier League game question, as well? Question, question marks over the goalkeeping. It's got to the point in the uh, in the pod where uh, Hugo has prepared a little quiz for us, and seeing as it's on debuts, I believe it's going to be something around that. Brilliant! Has, You're I mean, not wrong. We talked about debut a few... quiz for Hugo. Uh, well, there, there we, we go. go. I'm feeling nervous. You should. <laughs> so, is it going to be me against Ambrose? Yep, that's how it's going to work. Oh. So, yeah, the premise of this quiz. Should we, should we put a beer on it? 
Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, all right, pint. Yep. There we go. Well, um, <laughs> all these players um, have scored on their Premier League debut. Okay. So I'm going to slowly give you information about a player, and it's essentially the first person to shout out the correct answer gets the point. Okay. So. Hate quizzes. No, go on. Sorry. I thought you were, I thought you were doing a guess then. <laughs> I thought you were whacking a guess in early doors. <laughs> right, let's do it. So the first player took just 20 minutes to score on his Premier League debut when he bagged a goal off the bench and an assist on his Premier League debut, I've just said that, in a shocking <laughs> 3-2 loss against Burnley in 2017. He was born in Madrid in 1992. Mm. He started his career with Real Madrid before moving to Juventus in 2014. Oh, no. Oh, have I gone blank? It? He played in the Premier League for Chelsea. Crespo. What? what? Incorrect. What am I saying that for? <laughs> 2017, he scored Real Madrid. Real Madrid, oh, Juventus. And He's played for Atletico Madrid. Atletico and Real. Yep. He's played for Juventus. Spanish striker. Morata. Correct. Alvaro Morata. 1-0 to Joseph. You look very angry, Ambrose. Just, Ambrose's face there. I just threw there. a random name out. <laughs> I was thinking. Out of anywhere. Crespo. <laughs> born in Madrid. <laughs> so Chelsea. Crespo. <laughs> Drogba. Okay, next one. 1-0 Joe. Uh, it took this man just four minutes to score in his Premier League debut. And it was at home to West Brom in the 08-09 season. That's a long time ago, isn't it? This attacking midfielder was born in France in 1987. He started his pro career at Marseille, scoring 11 goals in 121 games. Is it Chelsea player? Arsenal signed him in 2008 for 12.5 million. French midfielder. When? 1987? Yep. After three seasons at Arsenal, <laughs> he moved to Manchester City. Attacking midfielder. What am I doing? Nasri. Correct. Oh, oh my goodness. 2 0 Come on, Jones. Ambrose. Is that your laptop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you see the answers on that no, screen? No, I can't see it. Can't no, see it. it it's at <laughs> a nice <laughs> angle. That's a strong start from you, yeah, Joe. That's good, Joe. Feel free to uh, join in whenever How many you are... please, Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> How many are there? How many have we got? There's six. So if you get this. Ambrose has to get them all, Ravinelli style, to equalise. <laughs> <laughs> this man scored on his Premier League debut at the start of the 2019-20 season during a 0-3 away win at Watford. He started his career at Nice in 2012, scoring six goals in 44 games. Nice. Had the best goal-scoring spell of his career at Brentford, scoring 37 goals in 85 games. I know it is. He joined Everton from Brighton for an uh, yeah, undisclosed fee. They're literally there, there the other day. Mope. Yeah. Is it? Nice one. <laughs> Honestly, I almost said Mope. Like, <laughs> well, you did. After, no, after two clues. Really? That would have been impressive. What, you knew he was at Nice? No, fair play. 2-1. <laughs> Why do you look so shocked? <laughs> cool. It's 2-1. Well, all to play get for. get Google up. Hang on. <laughs> Steady on. I think this one's a bit easier. Okay. Scored two goals on his debut in a 2-0 away win at West Ham. He was born in Leeds in the year 2000. This player's dad also played professional football. Correct. Oh, 2-2. It's 2-2. Is he that young? He's that young. 
Wow. That's wow. mental. <laughs> wow. There you go. Quick story about Harland. We we looked at a picture of him the other day. I was at home. Who's we? Me, me and the missus, the kids, nice. and my five-year-old called Freddie. Um, you'll hear more about him. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my son's called Freddie as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> He's four. Yeah. See? The Freddie podcast, this one. <laughs> <laughs> you have a kid? Freddie. Um, and he's there <laughs> cheering. He's, uh, literally the other day, because he'd scored the hat trick. And um, he he looked he looked at my, my missus, Rach, and he was like, you're bigger than him. <laughs> out, out the blue, you're bigger than him. Oh, I was no. like, Freddie, Freddie, oh, wow. don't, don't say that. Don't say he's like six foot six monster. And you're saying mum's bigger than him. Viking. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't. Wow, Go Freddie. Go to, bed, Freddie. To Go to bed, Freddie. Go to bed, Freddie. Get to your room quick. <laughs> yeah. We all pegged it, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Go to your room. We're getting yeah. the adult Lego out. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> This player scored twice and got an assist in his Premier League debut in a win, a 5-0 win away at QPR. What a win that is. <laughs> this six-foot-one striker was born in Oviedo, Spain in 1986. And he's got one cap for Spain. He scored 18 goals for his club <laughs> in the 2012-2013 season. Bit one cap for Premier Spain. League. Bit of a Premier League cult hero. The club he played for is in Wales. Cardiff. Swansea. Meet you. Me- oh! <laughs> yeah. You helped you me with got that. In there. You oh, helped me with it. Oh, I was about to do the celebration. Yeah, with a Swansea. Soon as you said it. Oh, mate. I see your lips okay. go as well. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with your lips. It might fall off. <laughs> oh, goodness. So it's 3 2 Ambrose. I can't believe it. I've let a two goal lead. With slim. one back. left. Great one left. Like Palace. You, you can only draw Joe. <laughs> Or you could win it. Yep. All to play for. Scored 22 minutes into his debut in a 2-2 draw at home to Everton. Born in General Rocker. Sounds like a Star Wars character. That's a t- he played for them. <laughs> so he played for them. <laughs> Just scored on his debut for General Rocker. No, that's the one Which, if you didn't know, is in Argentina. Um, and he was born there in 1986. I feel like a lot of these people have been born in 1986. <laughs> um, he was Leicester's club record signing in 2014. Leonardo Ujoa. Oh, well done. Correct. Well done. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Go on. It's a draw. Yeah. I'll take that. Well, first quiz, yeah, I think that's, that's, I like a, that's that. a good place to first start. First quiz. No, no Google on the go. Exactly. I'll no, take I was quite that. impressed. We'll have, to, we'll have to share a pint. Maybe Hugo could get us both one. How about that? He should. Oh, oh, I've got got another one. We could could get a winner. (laughs) Oh, well, there you have it. It's been an absolute pleasure. This has been so much fun. Hugo, thank you for your lovely quiz. Um, We've talked debuts today. We've talked about Ambrose losing his lip. We've talked (laughs) talked about Hugo throwing a tray full of Aperol spritz over a German family at an Italian restaurant in Southampton. That's a mouthful. Brilliant. And uh, we've talked about, our well, all of our amazing goal-scoring debut records. Correct. It's been a pleasure. Especially yours. I'll see you next time, lads. See you later. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting that out. <laughs> Goodbye.